0: Gosh.
1: I didn't even have to ask you. You still said you're feeling good, but that was a little quiet today. Are you sure? I
2: am feeling fantastic. Now that's more like it. It's all, right. all right, Now we can go.
1: Now we can go. It's always great to be back helping our listeners make better investing decisions. And now we have, a, as always, broken record, a jam-packed show. We had another phenomenal week in these right. markets and everybody's probably scratching their head. What the heck is phenomenal? We had some big, big down days, but that's all opportunity. I mean, tech has been taking a beating for the past oh, three, four weeks or so. Um, oil has really been going up. We're seeing that at the prices, there's a gas shortage, so a lot of crazy things happening. The yield, that's up sharply, which is you know con- uh, causing some issues as well. Um, but the CPI data, that was a huge, huge yeah. uh, number this week on Wednesday. What's been happening with these financial markets? We want to make sure we can help our listeners make better decisions, but have that financial literacy. But also, what are the rules? What are the tools to make those decisions?
2: Yeah, well, it's a lot of things you just threw out there. But let me, let me talk about uh, it, it, what's happened here with the CPI. You know, what people have been waiting for and concerned about for some time has been the potential for inflation to come into the, uh, the economy. And then potentially have the Fed maybe raise interest rates or cut back on their asset purchasing. And what happened? The CPI did come in on the high side. The estimates were for a 3.6 percent increase. It actually turned out to be 4.2 percent. So that's that's pretty high. Uh, the significantly beat the estimates. And these markets have been sitting, you know, kind of around all-time highs but a lot of that movement up to those high time uh, all-time highs has been based on the, the economy reopening. So it's already priced in. Mm -hmm. Now what people were really concerned about was this inflation issue. And, and now it's, it's causing some real concern. Uh, the fear is that that increased inflation results in higher interest rates, as I mentioned, and then also reduction in asset purchasing. So is that a bad thing? No, it, it just means that different things will do better. Uh, as long as the markets open there are going to be opportunities there for us but in a a high inflation period technology doesn't do very well that's why we've seen a big pullback in the tech stocks what does do well financials and and energy and uh, this week when we had the big pullback after the cpi number uh, the financials the bank stocks uh, some of the energy companies uh, did very well and and that's why it's so important to be agile to be flexible and to be able to rotate from what isn't working into what is working. There's almost always going to be something that is outperforming and, and doing well. And that's why it's so important to not just have a, you know, a, a kind of that on-cruise-control buy-and-hold strategy where you just put together a portfolio and, and you sit with it. Uh, it's important to be able to take advantage of these movements that we're seeing And oftentimes that means getting out of maybe one industry or one sector and and rotating into something else. But, you know, where we start Josh with our students is talking about some of the mistakes and the challenges that the retail trader, the public, and let's be honest, the amateurs, that's what pretty much what the public is, uh, what they're faced with what they're making, the mistakes they're making because they're not the same mistakes. I mean, the smart money is not making those same mistakes. They just don't do it and in the two big components i think of what the retail trader is doing wrong number one is letting emotions dictate their decisions when you have a high volatility market like we're having now highly volatile market that's where emotions really kick into overdrive yeah. and, and almost always causes people to make the wrong decisions. Well, the big one is, as these markets have been tumbling some
1: of these days this week, those are fear emotions. Yeah,
2: and and the problem is people don't know how to control those emotions. I mean, if, if you see your portfolio basically evaporating, pretty soon your gut takes over and makes decisions for you. And typically when people reach the point where they can't handle that pain anymore and they sell, it's where? right at the point where the market's going to turn around and go back up. That's mm-hmm. when the market is on sale. That's when the pros are ready to get in. That's when Warren Buffett is waiting. He's got, you know, $160-some billion sitting on the sidelines waiting for something like what we're seeing this week to happen. And the second problem or the mistake is that people are not using, they don't have and they're not using um, with confidence a process that is simple, repeatable, and, and proven. So, you know, you need some rules and and the appropriate tools to implement those rules. The number one rule, which really kind of uh, incorporates all of those tools, is a a plan, a trading plan, Mm a proper trading plan that incorporates the control of your emotions and then also that use of a simple, repeatable, proven strategy. You can't just decide, hey, you know what? I'm going to tell my brain and my gut not to get involved today. It doesn't happen that way. You have to somehow control it. We believe the best way to do that is with a step-by-step process, a, a set of rules that you follow, but it's a set of rules that you follow for everything you do, whether you are trading uh, in an up market, a down market, uh, whether you are trading stock or or uh, some of the assets we'll talk about later, futures, forex, or options, whether you're a short-term trader looking for short-term goals or long-term. Th- those are, That's how you keep this simple and how you uh, you actually – increase your confidence because you know you don't have to go out and try to find something different for different market conditions. And then uh, also you're going to come into the market with preconceived ideas on what should happen, and, and you have to control that too because those preconceived ideas are based on your experience and maybe what you have heard from other people typically having you buy high and sell low, exactly the opposite of what you should do.
1: Yeah, that's those erroneous thoughts that people have on what they think is actually happening. But with infa- inflation really lurking around right now, you do need to be agile in these markets because when what Al's talking about being al- agile It's we have up markets, but we also have down markets. So it's being able to make proper decisions no matter which way the market goes. Because if you have an up market, great, where you want to be buying. When you have a down market, you want to be selling, and that's called shorting. Now, we had some great moves this week, some big moves this week. Uh, We've seen some great down days, which is great for the person that knows how to short the market. But I want to talk about the smart money coming up next, but why it's so important to follow that smart money and not trade and invest against them. We will be right back.